Welcome to the IBM Podcast Network. You're listening to TFG Football. Hello, hello everyone. Here we are. Well, the studio is full today. Like extremely full and it's so good because after all we are voices for Indian football, right? And uh, here we are once again one more day in action talk giving you all the updates and whatever you need to know. Today we'll have a great discussion uh over Indian football of course and we have a special guest today in the studio. We are very glad to welcome him Kit Kalis. Is that uh, right? Yeah, that's absolutely I took your right. name right. Yeah, right? perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well, now he is a journalist and he writes for Vice, the Guardian, New Statesman in London and he's right now here in India, in Mumbai, in our studio. Woohoo. And uh well, he's here for of course football. We got a Mumbai FC fan in UK. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, go on. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start my own fan club in London. Yeah. <laughs> well, the others, as usual, we have uh, Chiranjit, Kevin, and Nikhil. Now it looks like I'm hounded with all Arsenal fans in the studio, but I shall take it. It's okay. Before we start talking about our main discussion that we have, we shall touch upon what happened yesterday. Uh, Mohan Bagan took over Colombo yeah. and in home. uh and it was a 2-1 victory actually mm-hmm. took over yeah actually <laughs> and uh, i mean it was like the same a replay of the first game i mean the scores decided that game, yeah. 2-1 and 4-2 on aggregate mm. so i mean not there is another things to be said right about the match uh, yeah i mean uh, yeah you can say that you can say it but a uh, very important match in terms that uh, this this was the game where uh, sony norde and others came back to action before the derby so mm. this was basically used as a uh, practice pre, yeah, yeah precursor to the derby uh, obviously dominant performance uh, got a goal early on mm. uh, sony norde back to business immediately right got a goal got an assist uh, darrell duffy his touch is getting better yeah and uh, we saw a lot of uh, youngsters get chance you know like uh, all the three foreigners who were playing uh, katsumi uh, and uh, sony and uh, duffy they were subbed off like last 20 odd minutes it was all uh, indian players and uh, uh, rainier and other foreigners getting a chance shilton got some game time but obviously that's not important for the derby but yeah uh, it looks good i mean uh, everybody who was shit scared ahead of uh, the derby because east bengal is like 6 7 match mm. uh, you know winning streak maybe they will be a little bit uh, you know assured now uh, that yeah it's going to go it's not going to be a cakewalk <laughs> it's, it's not going to be a cakewalk for either team yeah. and uh, you you can never tell with derbies right so that's that's how it goes Yeah, well, everything uh, ready and fixed up for the derby, right? And something else also happened. Uh, that is, a news broke out saying Chennai City have axed their coach uh, Robin Charles Raja. Mm. Now, was this move expected? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not not expected. They've been doing uh, not so well, but uh, just of recent. What was the expectation then? What you want Chennai City to be in top three? I don't know. He's Maybe been with the team for a long time. Uh, he was part of the senior team coach. coaching part as well uh, so it wouldn't be a right time to just put them down at the moment because they had just started to get good results mm. you know they started off on a very yeah. bad note they are giving better off. results than mumbai they their uh, <laughs> midfield is better <laughs> everyone is giving better results <laughs> than mumbai even minerva one <laughs> their midfield is better now their wing is better but somebody needs to finish off those passes from tank right yeah. and that person can be 
Ricky Reagan and uh, I don't know for some inexplicable reason he's been benched for some yeah. games. So we've mentioned that, that yeah, and and that that was a contention I think uh, between management and uh, uh, the coach. I I mean obviously this is not concrete or anything what I'm saying, but yeah, that was that was one of the points and. Uh, maybe that's what led to this mm-hmm. well we'll bring you all the updates if any else develops now let's get back to mr kit in the uh, yes. studio who's all the way i mean he's been silent for now so let's talk about him he's also uh, written a book he's published a book recently uh, it's been published by the penguin and it's about a pop culture and design in the uk he also mentioned it's a humor book and not a serious one so why don't you just in brief tell us the book about what's the book about yeah i have to first of all um <clears throat> when i talk about football my accent and changes it becomes mm-hmm. more like London so apologies for when that discussion gets <laughs> going okay. and you might not understand <laughs> what I'm saying um, yeah the book is um, basically there's a chain of pubs in England called Weatherspoon and they serve the cheapest alcohol so okay. they're very popular um, and uh, I discovered um, because I drink there quite a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> I discovered that all their carpets are bespoke and unique in each different establishment establishment which is really strange for a very low budget thing mm. you know it's like having um you know your uh, uh, sort of uh, i don't know cafe coffee day having yeah, yeah. different carpets in every yeah. establishment um so i started a blog uh on tumblr just collecting them mm. each time i went to a new pub and then um i had a meeting with my agent about a different book okay um and she says have you seen this blog It's amazing about these carpets. And I was like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> She's like, that's you? Why haven't we done a book about it? <laughs> I'm like, okay, fine. So then we put the book together and um, Penguin, thankfully, decided to publish it and then paid me to travel around uh-huh. the UK visiting all these pubs Great. and taking photos of their carpets. But the humor bit is basically me meeting all the regulars. You know, people who drink in pubs mm. regularly tend to be sort of good characters. And writing about the design and um, kind of not taking the piss, but sort of gently, yeah. you know, <laughs> gently making jokes about it. You know? okay. So, okay. Um, yeah, it was fun. It did quite well. It's like a, very much a kind of Christmas present hmm. book you give yeah. to your uncle that you don't know very well or your brother <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. yeah, well, that's great. I mean, some bit of humor and who would think about you writing books about carpets in pubs? <laughs> yeah, I that's didn't. A, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, he also runs a small independent publishing house called Influx Press, which publishes around five books a year. So, you want to say something about that? Yeah, that's um, so. Aside from when I do the writing, it's for you know big organizations like The Guardian or Vice or, hmm. or Penguin. Um, okay. And then I have this little side hustle. Uh, it's basically uh, books. I'm uh, with a school friend of mine. So we edit them and, and we commission them, but they tend to be books that uh, wouldn't necessarily make it to a mm. commercial market. Um, <coughs> and they they tend to center around uh, sort of a particular place. Okay. So we have um, short story collections set within five roads in Manhattan. Okay. Um, we have like a whole sort of poetry thing all set in London. Mm. Um, and I went to Jaipur Literature Festival uh, in January. Um, to do some uh, some journalism there, but I met lots of people who were doing very similar things, but okay. in regional languages, hmm. so Bengali or Marathi or Tamil. Um, it's very interesting to talk to them, hmm. um, and then we're going to try and maybe do some translation 
So bring yeah. some okay. Indian regional language books mm. over. And the, the big problem in India is um, if you want to translate between Bengali and Marathi, you go via English. Mm-hmm. So there's very few translators between regional languages. Okay. So okay. they always, like English is like a linking language. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we often get the best best of the best, unfortunately. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of work. But now let's get down to business, folks. Uh, we are here to talk about football in India. And uh, we're going to just grasp what uh, Mr. Kit has observed all this while. So let's t- start with the derby. Yeah, because uh, derby is coming closer. And uh, the derby in India is the Calcutta derby. And there are many derbies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and that's, mean, what, you mean, will, that's what you like derby, to say right? right now. I mean, you either you always bragged about Calcutta Derby <laughs> all this way, and now you're being very modest. So there are a lot of no, so, so, so let's let's start this. You wrote an article on uh, Mumbai FC mm-hmm. and the Yellow Brigade and the culture around it. Then yeah. Chiranji tweeted back to you mm-hmm. that uh, you can't. Uh, <laughs> I mean, say it's an Indian football culture because there are very different cultures. Oja, why don't you start off with that? See, the uh, point I was making is that it's a good article. I mean, great article. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, the only problem is that you you go to Europe or Latin America, you see football cultures who have been there for a long time and they're, they're pretty developed. Right? Every club has a very dedicated following, a long history. Uh, with India, it's very raw. Okay, so you go to a match in Mumbai, you go to a match in Chennai, you go to a match in uh, Bangalore, you go to Shillong, Aizol, you will feel like these are you know happening in five different parts of the world because the feel is different, the intensity is different, the attitude of the fans are different. Mm. So that's that's what it is. You can't just uh, just look at one place and say, okay, this is an example of Indian football culture because there are 20 other places which will have complete different vibe to it. So yeah, I think the, the, the point of the article was uh, to kind of see uh, um, how something is generated from nothing. So, mm. like, um, Mumbai is like a cricket city. There's, mm. you know, it's traditionally, right? Like, lots of famous cricket players have come from here, like Gavaskar and Tendulkar and whatever. Um, and I was interested in seeing... I knew about... Um, my girlfriend is Bengali and her dad's a big uh, Mohanbagan fan. and So I know all about that. East Bengal, Mohanbagan, Mohammedans, all of that stuff. And that's really old. Um, people know about that in England. Um, partly because uh, I think it was the Rovers Cup when yeah. Mohanbagan beat the British Army or something. I have a shield as well. Right? Was that? Oh, sorry, it's yeah. like 1930-something. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, these, these are kind of famous clubs. Um, and I think it's like it was interesting for me to find a club that had only been about 10 years old or something and see how that's trying to develop because in England football is so old you don't have new clubs so it's interesting for me to find a new club that's operating at the top tier you know in England you have maybe someone starts a new club but it has to start at the bottom and work its way all the way up you know Um, so that was the interest for me is how do you sort of construct a culture quickly enough to make it sustainable. You know, in, in Bengal, the football culture is sustainable. It's still going, mm-hmm. you know. And I think with uh, the Mumbai and, and the Yenna Brigade and things like this, it was, uh, I was interested also in how some of it was taken inspiration from Europe and European-style fans, yeah. and then other bits were like, I didn't understand because it was in Marathi or Hindi. Um and that was really interesting, and the, and the combination of having sort of old men sitting at the top, and then all these young lads at the bottom mm-hmm. bouncing up and down. You know, this, in England you have, you know, it's hard to get a ticket to start with unless you're a season ticket holder, and even then, everyone's doing all the same things, and and you know, it's 
it was in one stand everybody's doing the same thing and here it was like on this in this one stand there was like different yeah. people doing all different things i thought that was quite interesting mm-hmm. if you if you're like looking at uh, somebody who has built something out of nothing i think bengaluru fc is the best example yeah. right uh, just three year old club like 2013 they came up won the i league in the first season uh, historic season they had then uh, you know now they have west block blues mm. probably like the best uh, what do you call it european uh, inspired uh, football fan club in the country doing all that stuff but you, you made a very good point that uh, you you just see this kind of uh, you know disjointed bits of fans doing their own things that that's very kolkata actually right because people will never like come into that sink in you know, a football pitch everybody just comes to the football game to just went their own frustrations <laughs> or whatever so they'll either be like cheering for the team that's there but uh, you'll have one fan club doing something another fan club doing something else and the others who will be shouting at others like why why are you singing we are one nil down mm. so the idea is that mm. if you're down you curse at your players so, <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's when you that's when your inner demons come out yeah. right so what are you my life is going downhill because yeah. of you why can't you jump a little higher and head it home so that that's what it becomes so yeah it's it's quite interesting yeah i guess it's the opposite in england where if you're losing you abuse the opposition players ఫ్ now one of the reasons mumbai is a is a very uh, you know up culture kind of a society where people i mean this young lads have been watching epl since maybe like since the day one mm. you know of their life mm. but because it was so easily provided okay and in india if you see there are basically fans of uh, arsenal the top four arsenal united chelsea but people what uh, they don't understand is uh, in uk there are fans for all the 20 clubs okay yeah. what is the difference like here it it becomes a challenge to take a epl fan epl indian fan to convert him into an indian football fan mm. because indian football is not that readily available mm. especially in the metros okay bengaluru fc has been doing well they have been but in mumbai this has been a problem what is the difference over there like how can how are the cardiff city fans or Sunderland fans or Aston Villa fans. Mm. I mean, is it is it related to the society? Is it related to the culture? Uh, it's interesting. I mean, even when you go further down the leagues yeah. into like Division Two and Three, mm. you still have full stadiums. Mm. Okay, you know, yeah. I mean, they're smaller. Mm. So um, York City or uh, I don't know um, other teams like Birmingham mm. and um, other the Blackburn and, and Bolton. These other teams. Um, they still have lots and lots of fans i mean the origins of most of the football clubs in england are based around a workplace so arsenal used to be a munitions yeah. factory in yeah. south east london so they used to literally build arsenal mm. for the army and it was the factory workers that formed the team and in sheffield uh, sheffield united their nickname is the blades or steelers or whatever because they make uh, okay. knives and cutlery and they, yeah. they used to forge 
So the communities are built around um, a kind of an industry, and Cardiff and Swansea would have been built around kind of mining. Um, so you have a ready-made network already okay. there. Um, but in terms of the kind of wider reach, what's interesting, I think, about um, how you choose your club is you, your dad tells you who to watch. Okay. And your dad just says, you are an Everton fan. And when you're one, and you're like, okay. <laughs> okay, dad. Um, you know, and actually, there are stories, I mean, I've never seen it, of families who marry, like, uh, yeah. from different clubs, and then it's a real predicament for the yeah. child, like, who to support, right? Yeah. Um, or it's just, you know, where, where you live. I mean, in London, well, we have 13 professional football teams. Okay. Um, from Brentford to Arsenal, whatever. Um, but there's also all these other amateur games going on. Sunday, you know, there's there's one uh, huge field near my house in Hackney in East London. There's 120 football games happening on a Sunday. Um, so I think that the playing culture is also a big part. So, okay. you know, in this city, there's not a lot of space to play football. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas I guess in, in Bangalore, there probably is. A little okay. bit more space, yeah. you know. Mm. Um, so I think that's part of it, you know. And then you emulate your favorite players, and maybe you choose a team because you like this guy and, and whatever else. I mean, I came to Mumbai FC because it was local, mm. and that I, I didn't even check how good they were, what was happening. I just was yeah. like, I live here, so I should go to that okay. team, you know. I think that's a good start because yeah. if every Mumbaiker thinks about that saying I live in the city and if I follow football so let's go to the match so I think that's a good point that you made I mean I think everyone in Mumbai should do that uh, I, mean, I live 15 minute walk from the Emirates uh, stadium okay. uh, so I can't be anything else it'd <laughs> be impossible yeah, um, but yeah and I, I think that's probably the case is that um if if you did recognize your team hmm. w was near you, um, and it's not hard to get to the Cooperage. Right, you know? right. It's like uh, a five-minute walk from Churchgate or whatever. Yeah. I think it's it's kind of lazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Now, you've... Yeah, go ahead, Chirinjit. Yeah, so the uh, point I wanted to make, this this kind of, uh, you know, handing down uh, mm. fandom from family to family, that that's a reality in Kolkata. I'm pretty yeah. sure you know about mm. it. So uh, the the problem with, uh, you know, the very different uh, scenario in India is that so many of these fan cultures are just coming up. You know, most of the fans, I would say 80-90% of the fans are first generation. Right, so I think I think the predicament is uh, it's something like FC United, you know, FC United of Manchester, mm. Mm. old mm. fan clubs just starting something new, and uh, there is a process of conversion mm. to some extent. Yeah. Uh, but I want to like have your uh, you know point of view on uh, this particular new phenomenon that we have, this private tournament uh, called Indian Super League. Mm. Right, you mentioned how a new club comes up in England or anywhere in Europe, or you know most. Uh, you know, countries with some sanity. You start at the bottom, you win the lower divisions, you go up. Here we have something, you know, you, you just put some money, you start a team, you're playing in the big thing. Mm -hmm. you know, uh, yeah, in Indian Super League. Uh, the franchise just starts and just because you're supposed to be in that city, you're supposed to get your fans, you get, uh, you know, it's a top-down approach, completely mm -hmm. different from what's there mm -hmm. in, uh, in you know, traditional football. So, is it is it something like how how does it how is it looked upon in Europe or something? I think it's nuts. 
Yeah. Uh, I think it's absolutely crazy. It's like uh, Amer- it's the American system. You know, yeah. the NBA. You can't get relegated from the NBA. Yeah. It is the only tournament for basketball. And this idea, and for the for me, the big problem is this idea of promotion and relegation. So there's no punishment yeah. if you don't do very well. And where do you go once you've won? Mm. You know, uh, you win, and then uh, that's it. And then you play all the same teams again the next year. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing new, nothing yeah. changes. There's no dynamism to it. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with just creating a club, um, but I do think. Uh, so, for example, in in, in the UK, um, there was Wimbledon FC, and they moved to a place called Milton Keynes, which is outside of London. And the fans just thought, oh, well, thanks. <laughs> We've been here for 100 years, and you've just moved, and it's like 150 miles away or something. So they started their own team, um, AFC Wimbledon, and they had to start at the bottom. But then they worked their way up, and then they got promoted, and now they're in the leagues. Um, they're not at the same place as the former team, but they have more respect, and people outside of their fan base support them. Mm-hmm. So when we have the FA Cup, which is the, the big knockout tournament where anybody, any team can enter, any amateur team, whatever, mm. and AFC Wimbledon, I think they, they're playing Liverpool, I think, maybe last year or the year before, and they came really close to winning. And like the whole of the country, it's like, come on, you can beat Liverpool. The yeah, and it's because everybody just thought, look, you've come from nothing, and you've you've built this thing all the way to the point where you're playing Liverpool at Anfield. Yeah, you know, it's an incredible story. Very different to Saraf Ganguly putting some money on a team and then yeah. naming it after a Spanish. It wasn't him. You know, yeah, it wasn't him. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. He's, him. he's like uh, so. The the, how the uh, celebrity owners work is that uh, most of them are basically given sweat equities. Okay, so they make right. uh, appearances right. and they come to the games and you know with them yeah, certain number of people. The come, only so. guy who's put in money is John Abraham for the yeah. Northeast. He's got his own money Others are like Basically Small percentage of shares In the team It's, it's basically to yeah. You know Attract crowd mm. yeah. If Dada In Kolkata Says that uh, You guys need to come And watch, see, watch our yeah. game If Sachin goes to Kerala mm. And says You guys need to come And watch our game People will come So These are like I mean uh, Sachin uh, Saurav Virat Kohli These are like Stakeholders of Indian sports okay. So why, why haven't they attach themselves to an I-League team before the ISL? Because uh, you don't get ownership in those teams. Like, you have to actually start a club if you want to have a I-League right. team. So, that's, that's the and way you have it to works. play in. So, there is a corporate entry kind of a thing in mm. I-League also where Bengaluru FC is the best example. But otherwise, you have to play through the lower divisions and then come up the ranks to play in mm. the top tier. That makes so much more sense to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, that's the that's the actual league, right? Yeah. ISL is just something that exists in its own bubble. Nothing yeah. comes in, nothing comes out. So I League is the one that you know, if you win it, you play ACL qualifiers yeah, exactly. or AFC Cup. Yeah. You get relegated to second division. Mm. Makes it more interesting. But and and one of the things that uh, you know, uh, Kit was mentioning the story of how you started. Mm. You yeah. Know, that this unique history that it gives you. You know, like Shilong Lajong started in a pub by amateur players who were not getting any other teams and now they're playing in the top division mm. you know east bengal started in a house you know they they wanted some uh, some dispute with this other club and they rebelled and started their own club yeah. so these kind of things they stay with you you know they become part of your identity and here what we have isl 
some rich people got together in a day, uh, in a room in, in a pub you, you get kerala not, not even in a pub, a pub yeah. like in ac five star hotel you get kerala you get delhi you get kolkata done yeah. but everything just started at the same time and everything yeah. finished at the same, same time yeah. all the teams are identical it's like a league full of chelsea you know <laughs> chelsea and manchester city that's it what a horrible thought <laughs> <laughs> oh. but, but how was isl perceived in uk uh you got you got news um when it started what two three years ago yeah yeah, yeah um partly because of uh the players from the premier league that yeah. what well, the kind of the attainment of their career um like lumberg and and anelka um i think it's seen as kind of maybe similar to the msl um yeah. in yeah. america and the fact that it's a place where football players go to finish their career kind yeah. of thing for some big yeah. bucks um but yeah i mean that's what the headlines were but beyond the fact that it had set up and these players were playing there wasn't any real discussion about what it meant for indian football and it's not a threat unlike the current chinese leagues who are yeah. buying oscar for like 60 million yeah. or something yeah. ridiculous and putting in bids for 100 million for costa <laughs> you know this is a threat to the premier league as a kind of financial football institution whereas the indian the isl doesn't seem like a threat right now um but, but there's a lot of money i yeah. mean it can it can start any time yeah in in indian sports yeah and this is why i'm i was about to go on to say i think um it's been underestimated hmm. um but also because of this merger yeah. thing that might happen i think everything's a bit up in the air and and that's partly what i was interested in writing about was um this idea that you you merge the leagues and then everyone drops out yeah. into the second division <laughs> and, and like Hamilton you get relegated for no, like there, there's a problem there's a problem uh, they are uh, from what they're saying is that uh, they the when the franchises were created for uh, ISL they had this 10 year contract right so now the IMG Reliance which is the partner of AIFF Indian FA uh, they are trying hard to make sure that the merged league does not have any relegation So right now what they're trying to do is only the three biggest most popular clubs who can sustain financially uh East Bengal Mohun Bagan Bengaluru FC mm. those are the three clubs who will be taken in the new league there will be these other eight ISL teams and some new team will come up something like that or other 11 or 12 clubs that will be the new top division so they will not have uh relegation for a few years until those uh, uh original contracts are right. out and then you become you know open the leagues up again so what this is essentially doing is that 10 clubs in i league three are getting to stay in the top division mm. the others are going down to league 1 mm. so this is the mind boggling aspect of it how can you take seven top division clubs who deserve to be there Yeah. and just forcefully relegate sacrifice them, them. <laughs> especially when you take case of mumbai fc yeah. who has actually come into the top division through mm. uh, after winning the second division mm. so it's it's a forced and fighting releg- relegation <laughs> and staying yeah, in the top league in 92 um the premier league started so it used to be first division second division third division fourth voxel conference some of that other stuff and then uh, yeah sky sports got mm. involved and like let's make a, a new top Tier yeah. league with more TV rights and and the big clubs are behind it like Man United and Arsenal and Liverpool. But they still managed to it didn't divorce itself yeah. from the league. It just became yeah. the next new top bit, which yeah. actually allowed more into the bottom of the yeah. actual league structure. You know, and 
I feel like that should be the way it's done here. You know, yeah. the people who are already in the I League. Yeah, should, they, they don't. They, want why them can't there. they have twenty teams in the league? They don't want them there because yeah. the the financial model it, it's like uh, you know MLS. Mm. You, the main people who are promoting this depend on the uh, franchise fees. So if right. you're able to pay it, uh, you you get to play. Otherwise, you're out. So how do the fans, the, the fans who are supporting Atletico de Calcutta yeah. or, or um, Mumbai City or whatever, are they different to the fans who support it's, East it's Bengal? A, it's a mixture of East Bengal and Mohan Bagan fans who are just supporting because East Bengal players and Mohan Bagan are, are not there. Yeah. And right. they took some of their players, right? Okay. So it's, it's like a temporary thing. They will have lots of trouble and they are the biggest opponents to this merger because they know their own fan base will leave them mm. if this happens you know it's a different story in kolkata and mumbai mm. okay in mumbai uh, what we basically need is a football culture so the f- guys you see over there in mumbai fc stands basically most of them also go for mumbai city matches right. because we want more and more people to come to football stadiums and watch the game Kolkata it is different they already have a football mm. culture mm. over there they have proper segmentation of who is a Bagan yeah. fan who is an East Bengal fan and you know that's where the difference is so yeah. uh, most of these guys that you're seeing at Yellow Brigade are also you know a part of supporters club of Mumbai City okay. it's basically to you know get in more people yeah see that would that would freak me out in London yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it yeah. freaks me out yeah, yeah. Like, right you're an Arsenal fan now go and watch Chelsea that's why this needs to happen so fast and yeah, the, the merger needs, needs to happen to, because yeah. you need to take a sec see right now it is two different leagues okay mm. so and definitely the cricket is such a huge game in Mumbai that uh, football doesn't find any place okay there is a EPL fan base and then there is an Indian football small fan base so this fan base need to increase mm. and that will increase by you know going to more matches and Stuff like that. So. Yeah, I think the club needs to put more efforts into yeah. to ex- right. like. The, I was talking to the guys in Bengaluru, um, John Johnson, one of their players, and he was mm-hmm. talking about the, how the club has tried to engage with mm-hmm. fans, you know, having their own pub, you know, getting out there, getting people yeah. to the games. You know, I didn't really see that so much at Mumbai. I don't think yeah, it's a smaller budget team. Mm. They, they're more, mostly trying to just stay in the top division. Yeah. Relegation fighters, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, always. Always. <laughs> well, well I think uh, to sum it up all, you know, one thing that I would take away personally, I think, from Kato is uh, he mentioned the respect factor when you yeah. mentioned about Wimbledon mm. uh, moving away and then the AFC, they formed the AFC Wimbledon. And then you said when they came up the ranks, more than anything, whether it's the fandom, whether it's aggression or whatever, there was respect for that mm. team. So that's what every ISL team lacks right now because the way it is. Because yeah? football respects fighters. Yeah. And every, almost every legit club has a fighting story behind how they came up. Right. And ISL teams what? Hmm. Through money? Yeah. That's it? <laughs> exactly. That, that's exactly why even their fans are looked down upon. Yeah. You know, just because you have probably a name or a star. Like, I think Mumbai City, just to uh, touch upon Nikhil's point when he mentioned now, if you see, go uh, to see the Mumbai City uh, matches, you see the same amount of people uh, that support Mumbai FC but I think it's, that's very recent. Yeah. Initially, that's when now that they are taking up the initiative saying, hey, you know what? There's football in your city. Mm. Come out and support. But I think initially it was that star value. You know, you yeah. had someone like Anelka in your team mm. and you had some, you know, in the start edition you had other players and then this time there was... It is, it is easy Portland. to attract those EPL fans. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, if you have a Jumbug in your team, there are a lot exactly. of Arsenal fans mm. in the yeah. stadium. So. But yeah, as we said, I think the culture needs to be grown. And... Uh, 
that's how it is right yeah. you cannot start anything new or tell someone to do this do that it needs to be inside you i guess and one of the uh, points that uh, hmm. kid made uh, you know csl is a threat but isl is not you know why because this kind of closed system sort of uh, you know stops the growth at one point it can only grow so much if you're not having uh, some that kind of dynamism right hmm. so isl the player wages will not go that much up because they just take players out of i league that's it yeah. so if merger happens i league teams will bid more sl teams will bid more the teams budgets will go up there will be like you know more interest more teams longer league and that's where the you know opportunity for growth comes out that's why you'll have new clubs coming starting out in second division hoping like one day we'll get up there so that's the only way it can happen otherwise this will just go to some distance and stay there you know. Great. Uh, well, that's about it. I mean, that was an intense discussion. I think this, we can go on and on and on yeah. about it because hey, we've observed. That's our kid life, has, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kid has observed a lot uh, because he's been traveling, and you know, you can, he can draw comparisons. I'm pretty sure we we will have you again on our show yeah, for another discussion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and we of course are always here to give you the daily dose of Indian football. Now that's all for today. Uh, kid, why don't you tell your Twitter handle because. Let us let that uh, yeah, know. It's uh, at Kit Kalis K I T C A L E S S, and I try not to reply to eggs. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's that was for Kit and Sidanjit is Sidanjit Oja, forty two Nikhil for Nikhil, and Boza underscore Kevin for Kevin, and I'm on Twitter as Matthew ninety four. Now, if you're listening to our show on YouTube, hit the like button, share, and subscribe to our channel. Hit on the bell icon so you get updates of our new episodes, and uh, you can also listen to our podcast on Audio Boom, SoundCloud, iTunes, etc. Have a great day. Do come back to us tomorrow because we're a daily show, as we said. Kit, it was a pleasure having you on the show. A new voice, and we hope to have you again. Thank you very much. Yeah, and that's all, guys. Cheers. Have a nice day. Hey, man, just help me out, man. I need some. I need some podcast, man. I haven't had a fix in a week. Just need some. Don't you worry about it. I got podcast galore for you, man. Just go to ivmpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks, man. I'm going to check it out.